1: Hey math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude, here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. We've now talked about three methods for calculating average values, the mean, median, and mode, affectionately known as the three Ms. So, are we done? Is that everything we could ever want to know about interpreting average values? No, there's a bit more to it. Today, we're going to talk about two values that complement averages and help us interpret what they mean. Range and Standard Deviation Why don't average values alone tell us everything we need to know about a set of data? Let me answer this question with an example. Imagine you've been given the job of comparing the performances of students in high school math classes at two competing schools. Much to the disappointment of the administration at both schools, they're always looking for good news to boast about, you find that the average math scores are identical for both schools. Naively, it's tempting to conclude from this that the students at the two schools are performing similarly but you, being a clever and mathematically informed individual, decide to look a little further into the scores of the individual students. You find that the five math students at the first school, yes, it's a very small school, received scores of 40, 55, 70, 85, and 100, while the five math students at the second school received scores of 68, 69, 70, 71, and 72. Both of these schools, therefore, have mean and median math scores of 70 but the individual scores are very different. It's clear that any fair and complete comparison of the students at these two schools will require more than a simple calculation of average values. Let's start digging deeper by looking at the most obvious difference between the scores of the students from the two schools. Namely, the scores from the first school range between 40 and 100, whereas those from the second school range between 68 and 72. My use of the word range here is no coincidence. It's a word we use in English, but it also has a mathematical definition. The range is simply the difference between the highest value and the lowest. So, for the first school, the range is 100 minus 40, which is 60. Whereas for the second school, the range is 72 minus 68, which is 4. The range is the crudest way to estimate the spread of the data, also known as the dispersion. In other words, it tells us how much variation there is in the scores. Students' scores at the first school are therefore extremely varied. Two students failed with scores of 40 and 55, and one student got a perfect score of 100. In contrast to this, the five students at the second school, with scores ranging between 68 and 72, all performed very similarly.
0: The Volvo XC60 Recharge plug-in hybrid is about performance. Not just on the road, but in life. With not only trunk space, but room to make memories. It's electric with a backup plan where the only speed that matters is how fast you can slow down. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. Performance where it matters the most. Visit volvocars.com us to learn more.
1: Okay, so are we done now? Does the combination of the average value and range tell us everything we need to know to fairly compare the two sets of data? For our particular example here, it probably does. But this example is a little ideal and oversimplified since most classes have more than five students in them. Imagine instead that the class at the first school had 30 students in it instead of five, and that 28 of these 30 students had scores ranging between 66 and 85. This leaves us with two other students, One scored a rather miserable 15, and the other scored a perfect 100. The mean value of the scores that ranged between 15 and 100 could still be 70, but the range would now be 85. That, in spite of the fact that the range of scores of 28 of the 30 students, that's about 93% of them, is only 19. So, in this more realistic scenario, with a range of 85, the range does not provide a good measure of the typical spread in scores and that's exactly where the standard deviation comes in. In a nutshell, the standard deviation is the mean distance between each data point and the mean of all the data points. I know this can be a mouthful to digest at first, so let's take a minute to walk through the calculation slowly. For this example, let's look at the scores of the five students from the second school, 68, 69, 70, 71, and 72. Here's the quick and dirty tip for calculating the standard deviation of these five scores. First, the mean value of the five scores is 70, and the standard deviation is the mean distance between each data point and this mean value of 70. Now, the distance from both 68 and 72 to 70 is two. The distance from both 69 and 71 to 70 is one, and the distance between 70 and 70 is, of course, zero. Ignore positive and negative values here. Think of it as being interested in the distance, not the direction. Now. All we have to do is find the mean of these five distances. 2 plus 1 plus 0 plus 1 plus 2 equals 6. So the standard deviation of the data set, in this case test scores, is therefore 6 divided by 5, which equals 1.2. Of course, in addition to this quick and dirty method, there's also a more mathematically rigorous method. I'm a fan of the quick and dirty methods, but it's also good to know the quote-unquote right way to solve problems too. So, if you'd like to see a demonstration of the more rigorous method, check out this week's MathDude Video Extra episode on YouTube. But what does the standard deviation mean? Well, for comparison with the value we just calculated, let's quickly calculate the standard deviation of the scores in the first class. The one with the widely varying scores of 40, 55, 70, 85, and 100. The mean is again 70, and the distance from each data point to this mean is 30, 15, 0, 15 and 30. The standard deviation is then just the mean of these five numbers, which is 18. So now, what do these two standard deviations tell us? Well, as with the range, the standard deviation measures how much variation there is in the data. But whereas the range tells us the total amount of variation, the standard deviation tells us the average variation and, therefore, the value of the standard deviation won't be skewed nearly as much by a few extreme data points. In the end, the standard deviations for the two schools confirm in a well-defined way that the scores from the first school vary a lot more on average than those from the second. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. Needless to say, there's a lot more to talk about. Next time, we'll put a dent in that list by looking at some ways that the standard deviation is used in science and politics applications that are sure to have an impact on your life. Please email your math questions and comments to mathdude at quickanddirtytips.com. You can get updates about the Math Dude podcast, the video extra episodes on YouTube, and all my other musings about math, science, and life in general by following me on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. And don't forget to join our great community of social networking math fans by becoming a fan of the Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude. Finally, if you like what you've heard and have a few minutes to spare, I'd greatly appreciate receiving your review on iTunes. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dudes Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans.
0: The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid is about performance. Not just on the road, but in life. With not only trunk space, but room to make memories. It's electric with a backup plan where the only speed that matters is how fast you can slow down. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. Performance where it matters the most. Visit volvocars.com/us to learn more.